Welcome to the Seamland podcast. My name is Seamland and our guest today is Thomas Olivier. Thomas is a registered nutrigenomics practitioner from the UK. He is also the CEO of Omnes, which is a DNA analysis platform that incorporates different medical tests to give you lifestyle assessments and recommendations. In this episode, we talk about genetic testing and Thomas is also going to walk you through my lab results. I took my DNA test as well as the organic acids test that look at your environmental toxin load in the body and whether or not something is out of balance. Omnos also has a free questionnaire that you can try to start understanding your health better. If you want to try out all the tests Omnos provides like the organic acids test, hormones test, genetic test or microbiome test then head over to omnos.me and use the code SEAM for a 10% discount. That's S-I-I-M at omnos.me. Thomas, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Very pleased to be here. Yeah, it's, uh, we met uh, first at the Biohacker Summit uh, like a few uh, weeks ago. And uh, yeah, you run a very uh, interesting uh, app uh, that is uh, involved with the genetics and uh, tests. So uh, how did you get involved with uh, that kind of a field? Oh, do, you, do you want the short or long version? <laughs> um, let's, let's go with the short version. But um, my background is called science. And um, the idea of when I was uh, coaching uh, athletes, the idea I had was, um, I'm talking about you know, almost 15 years ago now, but to look at them a bit like uh, we would look at a Formula One or how I was always fascinated as a kid with the NASA, for example, how they have this control tower uh, with all those people working on computers to, to send a rocket. And um, we were actually a lot more complex than rockets <laughs> and uh, the idea for me was um, after experiencing and, and you know doing different things with all those athletes in terms of conditioning them the programming and everything realizing that actually what was working for some was not necessarily working for others and the response were different and I started testing as well certain biomarkers so did the most obvious inflammation this sort of thing looking at the recovery markers um, but really what again it would be different outcome. So I, I went digging into the genetic aspects of things. Um, and this is where I found a lab, uh, first in South Africa, to look at the genetic aspects of, you know, uh, all those different uh, genes involved in fitness. At the time, there was not so many, or, or there was a lot, already a lot, but not, um, uh, not enough researched, I would say. So maybe you could come up with something with 25 genes to look at someone. Now you can do a lot more. Um, but it was a really good start already. And, and I got very excited about trying to dig into someone's bioindividuality to get the best personalized uh, program possible for them. And it was making a difference. And, and they were very pleased uh, to find out that actually, yes, you know, we... Um, you know, I understand I've got this talent, but all the other athletes has. But when you start going the extra mile of really personalized things to you, um, having the optimal recovery plan, the optimal uh, training plan based on, on your genetics and nutrition, and it was already something that was making a difference in terms of the performance, but also for athletes, something that is very important is the peace of mind in the sense that, okay, well, uh, maybe I'm doing the right thing now to avoid injuries and all this sort of thing. But then um, realizing what it was, I mean, all those genes and more I was studying and, and getting into it, got involved in nutrigenomics, 
with a lot of different course around it, became intrusion mix practitioners, uh, practitioner looking at, again, all those different um, genes, expressions, and, and also the interaction between genes and lifestyle. I quickly realized as well, um, that actually what I was doing was great for athletes, but it was also the same genes that were involved in making people um, you know, not making the, the right decision or not uh, based on their genetic and could lead to all the, you know, diseases. So the four big killers, let's say, dementia, uh, type 2 diabetes, um, heart disease, and um, cancer. And realizing that actually all those information are not yet accessible to anyone in the sense that you really need to pay a lot of money um, and be elite athletes. I mean, that's not the case anymore, but that was the case 15 years ago um, to have access to all this. Um, cutting the long story short, started a company, um, got uh, very involved in educating trainers and, and PTs on using testing. Um, then got out of this company. Again, this is another story. Uh, but started a company that has been successful, uh, but I exited and also very interestingly, it allowed me to really have a look at more of a, you know, overall um, view, helicopter view of, okay, fitness is one thing and genetic is one thing, but what else, right? So you need the, the data point from your lifestyle, you need data point from your biomarkers and actually how do you make them all work together? and have a trajectory, a story about someone based on all those data points and how they interact within each other. So that was a second big mission because it's hell of a lot of work. But this is what I started to do with GenSmart. That was uh, the first platform that you were uploading your 23 new data, at least in the UK, to give you personalized life hacks uh, based on, or, but organized by order of priority. Um, and also with a questionnaires that will give you uh, information about your lifestyle. And I created the GenSmart Academy, which was educating practitioners and, and, and health professionals on how to use all this uh, within their practice. And then starting in the quest of connecting the dots between all those data points, um, which you can imagine, you know, looking at, uh, I don't know, a map of what's going on in one of our cells or you know it's very complex and there's so many interaction that um, I did involve um, bioinformatics people and uh, we were working on all this but then this is where I met my co-founder and we created Omnos because my co-founder is an astrophysicist to start with <laughs> and Professor Higg was this professor and what my um, developers and, and my um, also the, the, the people that were involved in, in, in sort of data scientist side of thing were trying to achieve. He literally, after talking for a few months, managed to do it on an Excel sheet, which nobody could believe, but he did it. Um, and yeah, so this was the, the beginning of Omnos, let's say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, really fascinating. And it's, it's so true in a way that um, these, this field, like genetics and uh, DNA tests, they have evolved uh, quite quickly over the past few, past few decades and um, yeah, like the even like the just the accessibility and like the prices have been dropped um, quite substantially and uh, it's not yeah. like it's not really 
difficult to have your genetics analyzed nowadays. And uh, yeah, like the information that you get is, you know, somewhat uh, invaluable in a way that you know uh, what kind of maybe possible predispositions you have uh, in terms of some diseases. And uh, then you can also f figure out like what is what is um, what might be causing you some of the issues. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's a, one of the best ways of actually customizing your uh, like lifestyle to your uh, yeah. genetics. Yeah, I think it's, it's a really important starting point genetics because if you look into your genetics, what it allows you to do is several things. First is to cut out the guesswork and, and really look at your own bio-individuality, how things work for yourself, rather to try to follow trends that may, may lead you to being sick or, or just not working for you and being disappointed. But most importantly, what, what I really like about it, and that's why I always wanted to do it in a very engaging way, and the explanation part is very important for that. So we'll put, you know, put the explanation part and translating the science into some, something that everybody can understand is very important because then the people get a lot more engaged into their own bio-individuality. And this is the start of an exciting journey because, oh, now it makes sense. Okay, I understand why I'm like that. And, and then you start connecting the dots with all the things in your lifestyle, like, okay, so this is why I react this way to certain things or, you know, whether it's stress response, whether it's, you know, tolerance, or all of this is based on your genes. And as you said, you know, when you look at uh, early 2000, still sequ the sequencing of a Full genome was 3.2 billion, <laughs> and and now you know you can do that uh, probably less than 100 dollars very soon, um, and that's very exciting because it means everybody can now start to have access to all those very useful information. But the the next step is to really translate those complex data into something that is valuable for someone, giving the right insights. But also, also contextualizing all this. Um, in, in an environment that link to other things. Because uh, genetic is what you are made of, but it doesn't necessarily tell you, tell you how you're doing right now, right? Yeah. Uh, however, there's connection between those things. Um, and yes, being informed about your genetics will help you definitely make the, the informed choices and, and improve your lifestyle, uh, and then align your, your genetic and your, so your genotype and your lifestyle, uh, phenotype and then you're already on, on doing something really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's so true that uh, yeah, the genetics are just one thing and uh, you can definitely have like the worst genetics and still be healthy and you can have like the best genetics and, and be uh, unhealthy, so to say. So it's uh, like a matter of lifestyle <laughs> and what you're doing and uh, almost like you, you can look at like your genetics, some sort of um, like the canvas or something uh, that is, you know, when you're painting, you have a canvas, but you know, like the paints itself, the brushes that you use, those are like, you know, the environment and the lifestyle that you have. And like, yeah, the, like the blood tests, for example, are just going to indicate certain abnormalities or certain problems in your uh, body currently. And then you can trace back, okay, why is my maybe cholesterol high? Why is my uh, blood sugar high? And uh, that sort of thing. So like the canvas is there, but uh, the kind of paints and, uh, Paintings yeah. and tools are different, and exactly. so if we talk about more granular about this, and, and you're a very good example because you've seen your results, uh, and and the same for me. My, my genes are it's you know you would say it's a bad bad draw, right? Uh, but the thing is, your genes are not your fate, and that's what I explain uh, in my first book. Is you know 
it's not about the genetic outcome, outcome, sorry, except obviously if it's like a mutation and things about rare diseases. But when it comes to um, genetic traits, um, so the different SNPs you will have, it, it's more your lifestyle, your diet, your environment that would dictate the results. But it will amplify it as well. So for example, I, I do have almost very high um, type 2 diabetic sort of genes. So I'm very high risk type 2 diabetes. Uh, all the glucose genes, all the PPRAG, you know, all those things to do with insulin sensitivity. And before myself, as, a, as, as an athlete, I was, uh, I used to be a, a swimmer. And I, as a young age, I could see, you know, being in France after swimming, you're starving. As a teenager, I will have a whole baguette, you know, just being out on my way back home before eating, because <laughs> I will have burned so much calorie. But obviously, it's not the right type of food I should have fed my body. And then I will always crash, and I will always wonder why. Uh, and that will has an impact on my performance. But now it all makes sense when I started seeing my genes, because I have all those insulin sensitivity type of genes. And if I tend to have uh, high G high sort of uh, uh, foods, I will go down, you know, to the path of insulin sensitivity, feeling crap, uh, having cravings and all these sort of things, feeling tired. Uh, the opposite, if I'm more, more like a Mediterranean type diet with low GI map sort of, um, uh, low glycemic, sorry, uh, type of food, I will actually, um, you know, thrive and intermittent fasting for me works very well. So that's, you know, that's something I adapted knowing my, my genes and it makes a big difference. And there's thousands of, of, of different things like this that you, you, you should know about. Detoxification pathways, heart wellness, how you metabolize fats, break it down. So all those different things, bone health, you know, vitamin D, all the different uh, food intolerances or inflammation. And if you have certain food intolerances and high inflammation, how does this interact with your gut health? And, you know, so all, all these different things are, are, yeah, are great insights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, like one good thing about uh, your company is that you offer also not only the DNA tests, uh, but also uh, all the other like related tests, like blood work, and uh, like uh, I, I took the environmental toxin test, and uh, yeah, it's a very you know suitable yeah. or like, like appropriate uh, way of going about it because yeah, like you know, just if you get all the genetics, then, then you may not have like the full picture, and uh, like we said, it's not the most important thing. Like the most important thing is actually like to look at the results or the particular circumstance of what your body is in yeah. currently, and then kind of. Um, try to figure out, try to make some uh, like conclusions from that. And on this, we can say that you do walk your talk because you do have one of the best score ever, hundred <laughs> percent. The the organic acid is perfect. Uh, everything is normal ranges, which is very rare, as you know. But you know, we know we're doing you know uh, for for it, and it's amazing to see you a good example of that again because. Um, you know, looking at, and you're right, you, you mentioned on Instagram aggression, and I know you as very peaceful, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know you as a personal, uh, personal level, um, but that's a good example because obviously with organic acid, we understand that everything is correct. And if you do an element test, we will know that key element that might trigger from this aggression gene to switch on, let's say, would be uh, zinc and copper, for example. So you probably balance that, but if you were to have too much copper compared to using, it could trigger. 
And then if you were someone, uh, you know, lacking of magnesium, it would be the same. Um, and if you were, for example, in terms of lifestyle, you'd be stressed out, not enough sleep, which definitely is not things you do because you, you, you track your sleep, you run, all this sort of thing. Again, that will be other things that could switch on those genes. Uh, your androgenic activities from your hormones, the same. So all of those factors is what could switch on those genes to express. And it's the same, all the toxins that you, you have, so from your, 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 your results, you've seen car toxins, cosmetic toxins, all these sort of things. Um, first, you're not wearing makeup, so that helps. But um, all the things like uh, car toxins, living where you live in, the environment. Uh, I mean, I've been in Finland, I'm so jealous. Uh, living in London, I mean, as soon as I arrive, oh, oh wow, <laughs> this is amazing. The air is so pure. And um, yeah, so all of this plays a role in those genes to express or not. Uh, and that's very important. And then obviously the symptoms you, might, you, may, you may have reported uh, or not in your self-assessment can be linked to all this. Mm, yeah, yeah. like maybe let's uh, maybe walk through some of my results. That would be like an interesting uh, like a walkthrough. Yeah. So I'll share the screen. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll share the... I mean, we already we already explained that, but before starting while you're sharing the screen, I like to say before seeing every result that um, the genes are not your fate, right? And this is why you do the onboarding and everything. Sort of explain this, and most importantly, it's important to remove the the almost the the fear of those genes output because. Actually, certain genes might be sort of related to certain diseases like APOE with Alzheimer or, you know, uh, LPL with uh, sort of old lipid metabolism with or triglyceride genes with heart disease and things like that. But again, it's about what you're doing. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather be informed about this and make the changes that count. But having a lifestyle that goes against this and potentially develop those diseases. But those diseases are multifactorial and they also are taking years and years, sometimes decades to develop, right? So this is why it's important to be informed and act proactively on, on you know, learning towards your, mastering your own health based on this, basically. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, so uh, on the screen at the moment we have my genetic results. So this is like the app uh, dashboard, and uh, like the genetic test was also like a saliva swab basically, and uh, yeah, nothing, nothing painful. You go on the menu, you can show. Yeah, I can show you the overview. So aggression. Let's okay, let's okay, let's start with the results. Yeah. So uh, yeah, okay, walk us through. <laughs> yeah. So just to explain, so the results, you have different views. If you go on scores, it gives you by area, like sort of categories, brain health, you know, sleep, food sensitivity, diet. If you go into the results, you can choose within outside normal range, inside normal range. And mm -hmm. here you have all the different categories. And if it's very high, it needs your attention, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But if you click on this, so let's say, you know, you can click on aggression, for example, then you will have a look, we explain what it is, and below, 
you have a look at the, the specific genes. So you can go below and you look at the specific genes that will have an impact on that. So if you click on MA, yeah, that's it. Then you have what is that gene? And most importantly, um, because we, you know, we have very academic people in our advisory board, you have the science behind it and you have the link to the direct paper. So, and the paper is not actually um, the, just something that relates to the gene, it's the actual paper itself of what we are talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't scare people saying, okay, this is related to, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, dementia, for example. Right, right. So this is how it works. And so if the, it's all, yeah. It, so this gene basically is involved in uh, breaking down neurotransmitters. And yeah. uh, if, if I have too much of it, then I have like just um, more of the uh, neurotransmitters like uh, adrenaline and serotonin and dopamine are being broken down faster, so to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you close this, because you're high here, we give you a recommendation about it. We only give recommendation when it, ma it matters. So either if you're high or very high. So if you were to close this and you look at, um, you, you sort of scroll down, possible symptoms, whether do things to avoid, sometimes things to take. And if it's clinical, we'll tell you things. Um, so here you have things to take, so Ketchokan, which is a supplement that may help with that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah people to see if it's a really something that expressed already for you and you want to talk about it. Right. Because again, everything is linked. Um, and if you think at, for example, take a B vitamin complex, we explain why. You, you also have the description of why we tell you those reasons um, to, to do that. And because you don't have, you haven't done many, many tests here, um, you may not have other reason why we tell you to do that. But if you scroll all the way down, oh sorry, you, you've gone somewhere else, yeah. So if you click that, yeah. Which one? Click back on tech uh, vitamin B complex. I think it doesn't load. So tech vitamin B complex oh, it does. here. Yeah. Oh, it does. You... Of course it does. <laughs> and you go all the way down. We also tell you what it is and why you should do this be below also give you over reason why and that will be a, across all different tests so not only genetics and if you click on those it will be over results so here is stress response and that will be from another genes from your genetic mm -hmm. um, that is higher as well so the fkpp5 i think it will be yes uh, genes um, those genes are and probably on the warrior the copt genes you're probably high as well if it's high. Okay. Um, the COP genes is again about to do with neurotransmitters. Um, we call it, you know, the the, the warrior or the warrior genes, and it has to do with uh, regulating do dopamine and also adrenaline. And if you're a slow metabolizer like 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 the AA type, um, yeah, you you will have you're more likely to be anxious about things. But again, all of this is very, um, it doesn't necessarily mean you're expressing this, right? right. If you, like yourself, you're doing cold and, and warm, uh, hot uh, sort of stress response, all of this educates your neurotransmitters on how to fire up properly. 
right? Mm. So actually you're preventing by doing this, those pathways. And this is one of the recommendations we will give. Yeah? Um, like depression genes are the same. So the depression risks, if you go back into the, the overall thing, and then you have B mitigators, are also very important. So then, you know, you can take the supplements and they regulate everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's this like is how it works. We'll try to, to educate you about it as well, on things to do, things to avoid, things to take, the reason why, and what it is you need to, to be doing. Yeah. It's, um, it's like, um, like the way I see it is like almost that, yeah, we have like these uh, predispositions, etc. But it's uh, always like a matter of how we respond to things. And like, for example, in, in the example of like aggression, like aggression doesn't necessarily mean that you like fight someone <laughs> or punch someone. Uh, aggression can also be like, you know, assertiveness or uh, focus and like this intensity. So I do think that I have like this intense personality, so to say that, you know, I take things seriously. And uh, like, I, I direct my aggression into like some other productive things like uh, writing or creating content and working out and uh, that sort of thing. So I think uh, I, I do have like this uh, intense tendency, but it doesn't manifest as aggression in a way that uh, like I punch them someone like I, I haven't, I don't, I don't really fight like anyone else uh, <laughs> ever almost. And uh, it's, 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 it's just like I direct these things in a different um, direction yeah. where I choose to choose to, to direct them. It's all about canalizing everything. But also the comp genes, people who have the the, the high variation like I do and, and you do, are more likely to be very focused in their work. And you're a bloody good example because you're, you're a productive machine, so to speak. Um, and, <laughs> and that's also down to your comp genes. And you can sustain that for longer. And that's for, because of the comp genes um, you know, oh, nice. uh, being high, which is very interesting. So the comp, the comp, the comp uh, gene is, uh, yeah. is uh, like uh, with higher dopamine or? Yeah, so the comp genes, we call it the warrior or the warrior. And what it does is neurotransmitters, but it regulates uh, your dopamine and adrenaline. And uh, also uh, hormones uh, like estrogens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting if you, if you have the high variance and knowing your character, I can tell, <laughs> right? And obviously you also have this thing of like being more likely to worry about things. But again, this is about your environment. So you mm. can be, am I going to do the, the, your sort of horoscope almost? But <laughs> when you do your genes, it's like reading your horoscope sometimes because it's bloody, you know, it's like so accurate. <laughs> it's like, how do they do that? But this is more science rather than uh, playing with the words and making, you know, mm. relevant to everyone. Like I, I do, I do have like maybe like traditionally, like in my past, I might have had like uh, times where I was more anxious and uh, worried about things. Uh, but uh, like nowadays, I don't really have that, and I think it's just well, it doesn't mean that I don't get the like the feeling of anxiousness or uh, fear ever. Like I do get it sometimes, but it's more of like again, like how do I respond to those things? Like uh, the feeling of fear and uh, these things is like almost guaranteed, almost always. Uh, but it's uh, like whether or not you allow it to take control of you that's what like matters at the end yeah yeah and, and the funny thing is again when i come back to saying that being engaged about no knowing about your agencies engages you engages you it gives you a reason why you're like this and you're like okay so now i know i can take control right whether whether if you don't know you tend to almost accept 
as a condition of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but when you link that to things that you can do to change it and realize that actually, if you start doing those things, it changes, uh, it's pretty powerful. Mm, yeah. So yeah, you, you can scroll down. We have hell of a lot of them of those. And if you can go into maybe something like heart wellness, um, so we saw anxiety would be comp genes as well. Calcium genes, so you're, you're not absorbing calcium very well, probably. You are dairy intolerant. Um, you are high on circadian rhythm, depression risks. I don't, I, don't, I don't have like uh, any dairy intolerance. Like uh, I can maybe maybe in my genes, but like I, I remember like in, when I was a child, my parents like gave me uh, like raw milk and that sort of thing uh, on a regular basis. So uh, I think that kind of maybe built up like the microbiome and uh, prevent prevented yeah, this exactly. sensitivity. Exactly, it's how you, you, you do it as well. Um, if you look on type 2 diabetes, for example, um, I don't know if you monitor your you know, glucose level with some uh, Vista Libre or... Yeah, I do, yeah, I do. Keto uh, module. Usually it's like less, less than 100. So the RDRB2 genes, uh, you have the SLPRGs low. Um, so yeah, interesting. So again, you know, knowing this, then you have all, we give you all the reason why and what you should be doing about it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you click on also uh, food list, for example, so the recommendation is always underneath. So the, the food list is actually, if you go in the menu, I just want to, or maybe we can go on the, on the food list later and go back on a few more genes if you want to explore. Uh, which, where is the food list? I clicked on the glycemic load. Click on the menu uh, next to the baskets. Um, Here? Because the, 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 the food list will, just like the supplements, um, it works by a scoring system and based on your result will tell you what food will work for you and what food would not work for you. Um, so for example, we'll give you, okay, you should have blueberries because you need antioxidant rich foods. And this is the reason why. If you mm -hmm. click on those things, for example, skin aging or whatever, vision, um, you know, it's high. So you're, you need certain BCM01 has to do with your antioxidant, for example, as well. So, you, you, you know, you need to make sure you have uh, rich antioxidant foods, blueberries being rich in antioxidant, um, you know, that's a food recommendation. And you can go into, I can give you many examples like this, but maybe from, from myself, I've done this element test and I have, <clears throat> I have mercury filling and I still have mercury in my system. And I, my food to avoid would be tuna, for example, because it's high in mercury. Um, food to have would be anchovies because it's very rich in omega-3 um, and I'm, I'm lacking of it, for example. So the food list will always adapt, but we'll show the reason why based on your results. Yeah? And just, that's just the beginning, then you can do the same with the supplements. The reason why we can do that is because everything is interconnected within the back end. Uh, and this is why, you know, the, the backend is very complex, but we're trying to make it very simple here and even more simplified um, because we're just getting started. Uh, but from January, there will be a big update and it will be pretty exciting. I cannot say much, but um, already is quite interesting to see all the reason why you should do all these things. 
yeah. but also gives you the ability to go and have your shopping list here, pick up the reason why. And with the scoring system, the more you do, well, you, you find out, I don't know, dark chocolate is a 95% match because I need magnesium. Um, but soya, actually, um, I've heard on the radio that it was good, but actually not for me, it's a 20% match because I've got um, cigar for my microbiome, which is immunity um, being low. I've got leaky guts, that's also shown my microbiome, and I've got those gene, uh, high histamine genes, and we know that um, soya is a high histamic food, so it will create an immune response if you wish. So mm -hmm. that is a 20%. So this is how things will work for you. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to look at the, the organic acid test? Where you are on the Maybe let's finish. Let's finish with. <laughs> Let's finish with the genes. Maybe there's genes, something. Yeah. yeah. So we were in uh, type two diabetes. Uh, what else? Nutrition, um, you're good. Eating behavior, endurance, food sensitivities, health potential. You seem to be doing well for now. <laughs> um, injury risks, insomnia, longevity, aging. Interesting. Let's look uh, at that. But again, people longevity, aging. Another really good one. Because we know that people that have certain type of genes, like the TRT genes, to do with the telomeres, um, have these genes, but for they, they, their genes actually, it, it has to do with protection of the telomeres, so the end of the telomere. And we know that um, the more you're protected, the more your genetic pool, sort of speak, is, okay. is uh, stable. Right? Right. If it's damaged, it isn't stable. But we know again what damages is is um, all, you know, the, the things like the toxins, the, the cigarettes, the, you know, and obviously you do not any of this. So for right. you, there's no risk. But yeah. again, it's about the lifestyle. If someone here had the same results as you, they were smoking a pack of cigarettes a day and not having necessarily the, the same lifestyle, that would be a very different outcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so, it like actually yeah, I have like I have the third um, telomeres gene uh, high. So does it mean that I like uh, don't have enough of this activity, or is it too high? Which which one? Yeah, is? so no, it's actually that you you don't have the 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 genetic protectiveness of it. Okay. However, so like again, I'm under underperforming in the sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, like to, yeah, sort of. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and and the the superoxidation. You're a high achiever, so I have to manage ex your expectation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the superoxidation is low, so does it mean that I'm don't producing enough of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. And uh, third two, which is uh, something to do with uh, um, the energy, oh, and and it's a very sort of super. It's a super performance genes. The top athletes have this gene being uh, low. So again, but again, you, if you have that, well, good for you if you're a top athlete uh, and you can excel in, you know, ultra endurance performance and all this sort of thing because your VO2 max will be, you know, uh, excelling. But again, if you're not a super athlete and you do the same training, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't reap the benefits of this training, right? Mm -hmm. So this is also something very important. Your genes, are an indication, but, but it should not 
determine, and this is something I had to always explain to parents when I was doing this with the uh, athletes, especially young athletes, because the parents were going nuts to the point that at the time I was, work, I was refusing to do teenagers because the pressure for the parents was horrible. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, of, you know, okay, well, my, my son is uh, ultra performance. We're just going to make him lift crazy weights every day and he's going to excel. But this is not how it works. You need the, the skill of everything. You need to balance things, right? So here you see respiratory disease genes. So that's the, the COVID genes, which you not call them this way. But this is all the genes in relation to COVID. Infection risk genes. All the vitamins here, how you're going to process them, absorb them, um, how you're going to respond to exercise in terms of weight loss resistance. Um, so all is there, really. Yeah. Um, and if you click on certain area, something I... I maybe want to explain if you look at something like health wellness something we do which is a bit different than others is and that's the reason why we sequence 700,000 of those genes which you have total access to your data by the way if you go in settings you can download it don't it now don't do it now sorry because the computer will crash um, but the, the idea is to give you to give you this ongoing updates as the science progress. So we just added the COVID genes, but we're going to add a lot more things. So let's say, you know, right now on oxidative stress, for example, if you look at triglycerides or any of those, if tomorrow on inflammation, so all those things are in relation to heart health. And as you can see, there's quite a lot of them. I think a section like this one will have maybe 80 genes altogether. And the interesting bit is which of those genes are the most important? So there's a scoring system within our back end, which mm -hmm. gives you overall score. And it's called polygenic score. It's something quite trendy. And you probably heard about it at the Giant Health as well, um, because we were talking about it on the panel discussion. Um, and the idea is the overall score, because a lot of companies, I'm not saying it's wrong, but we'll give you one or two of the genes and tell you, okay, this is what it is. But actually there's a lot more genes sometimes being involved and it could be faulty almost to say, well, okay, you have this gene being very high, so it's a high impact for you. What about all the other ones that also have a direct or indirect, if the sum of relationship with that, if the sum of all of them is above you know, the, these super genes, um, actually, it might tilt the balance on the other way around. So you need to understand all this. And, and we have implemented all those things. So it's, it's a bit more updated, let's say. Yeah. 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 So um, again, you can go into all the science in, in this. But I think people, so geeky like you and me, will love these type of things because there's a lot to read and a lot to understand. But if you only go to the recommendation side, so you see the score breakdown. And on top, if you go to the recommendation side, everything is organized already by the priority based on the score, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what I mean is the top recommendation on things to do, things to avoid, things to take, for example, they're all based on, on the 
yeah, so the, the, the scoring, so the, the, the top ones are the most important for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Um, and here we actually going to start streaming down because it can be overwhelming. Uh, in January, it will be less, but the, the top ones, you can still dig on the other ones. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same for the supplements. But if you click on, for example, I don't know, uh, the B Supreme here, we will on, on the one? supplements. B Supreme. So uh, on the, the supplements, if you click on any of the supplements, again, it tells you the reason why you should take the supplements underneath um, based on different type of results. For you, it's not going to be many because your, you know, your, your organic acid came back totally fine. Mm -hmm. You can buy that directly and you, the next day to your place and you start making, you know, actually have a very targeted um, supplements okay. because it's based on data, it's based on results. Rather to try to, okay, I'm buying these new supplements because people talk about it and it doesn't do me anything or that just doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. Or it might just be not something I should do, right? Right. Um, yeah, so this is all the, yeah, the, in the score of breakdown, if you want to go by area. Yeah, the breakdown and it's like, yeah. which one is better, like more is better or <laughs> less is better. So that's to give you indication, really. Okay. Is is it like this higher score better or? Uh, yeah, the higher the score, uh, the best it is, really. Okay. The score, right now, is an indication, um, but it's still based on data. But as we are growing and we have more and more user, it's very interesting to see the patterns, and and we will start comparing with the percentile of the population where you are in comparison of the population. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on with the organic acid test yeah. then. Uh, so that's your, yeah, 100% I'm so jealous. <laughs> well, I cannot be 100% if you're being in London. I can try very hard, but that means I, I shouldn't go out. For sure. so as soon as I breathe, my toxins are going to be high. And that's always the case. And the funny thing is I've done one before the lockdown and I spent the lockdown um, in the north of Spain, Asturias, in the countryside. Um, spent most, most of my day, you know, um, surfing and, and, you know, working very hard on Nomnos, but early morning surfing and, and also like going, uh, you know, biking and all this thing in this pure air, eating all the homegrown food my organic acid was amazing and when i came back and now i've done it again and it's back to not very good and mainly right. because of toxic um you know things like uh, um um sorry car toxins and solvent mm. so it's very interesting to see yeah and um yeah so those are all the different markers so here b markers complex markers so we've, we've seen that it's something Again, from, from your genes, let me tell you about the pathway here. From your genes, we know that the comp genes, you need all the B12 and all the, you know, this type of thing to be optimal. And you do have them, you are, you are optimal here. So it means it doesn't express. 
-hmm. If this were low in the sense that you, you don't have of all those complex marker, maybe it will be a different story. Maybe you'll be more anxious um, uh, because you'll be expressing things. So here we, we are not giving you recommendation because you're normal. So out of your, which I have to say again, that's almost not normal to be normal everywhere. <laughs> but this is how we should all aspire. So, um, but that's just that's to good, prove though. that you're walking the walk. Yeah. Exactly. So, but you can show all the different things. And those tests is not new in the sense that those are tests you probably heard before, organic acids. What we have done for this with, with Omnos is really to simplify it and make it more democratized for the user to understand. Um, however, if you are a practitioner and we do start uh, working with practitioners and we recommend practitioners. So if a practitioner listening and, and you like what you're saying, we do have access to a practitioner dashboard. Uh, and if you go into settings, you, you have the, um, under settings under your name, you have the actual organic acid test as you will receive the PDF. Mm -hmm. So here you can download the PDF on Bureautoxin, for example, the first one, no, 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 the top one, yeah, that's it. It will then load your actual report. And we're going to make things a lot more easier and a lot more interactive. Also, we are building this now for practitioner to write protocol based on all those results. Um, so at least you have two sides of things. One, the user, once is outside the clinic, can understand what needs to be done, but also you can have the human input if something is clinical. Um, and knowing that at the back end, we also connect the dots with all the other tests, right? So how does this relate to your hormones, for example, if your liver toxicity is high? What is your estrogen dominance if you're a, a, you know, a woman and you, you have all the sort of PMS symptoms? Those things are linked and we link all that and we, we surface all this, um, not only for the user, but in the practitioner dashboard. Uh, which helps really because it takes a long time as a practitioner to just go from a lab to another, uh, do the different tests and make the connection. We've done all this. Right. So that's why a lot of practitioners really love what we're doing because it's, it's quite comprehensive for both the user and the practitioner. Results, I have to say, they're a bit boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the recommendation you want, you, you won't have because you, you, you have everything inside normal range. It might change if you do all the tests, actually, because, you know, uh, if you look at the elements, we look at, so the element test you haven't done, um, you have enough hair, you could do it because it's a hair sample. But we look at the, the key element, the ratio between them, but also the, all the heavy metals. The hormone test is basically a Dutch test. So, so we look at... Uh, sex hormone, androgenic um, sort of hormone, uh, so, you know, all the different things. The microbiome is very complete because it's more of a GI map um, in a sense that we just don't look at the good and bad bacteria, but also all the intestinal health marker, like SIGA, like, uh, you know, if you have parasites, pathogens, viruses, um, all this sort of thing, which one are they and what is the best thing to do? 
and and also again the symptoms in relation to that. Right. What 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 is the difference between like a hair sample, blood test, uh, urine, saliva? I mean, it depends on the test. There's certain things are what's better, for example, for heavy metals um, to see in your hair because this is where they end up. Okay. Um, then you know, there's things you cannot necessarily do with um, functional tests. Um, but we we're going to add blood markers as well. Uh, things like thyroids, for example. So if your genes thyroids are high, you and we know that your your um, symptoms are sort of sort of you know related to a balance with your brain. And then and then you do the element test, and again gives you an indication between the potassium and certain ratio, Q ratio. Let's say hmm, actually your thyroid might not work very well, but might be the reason why. Do this test. And this is something you can go over to see your, your GP with the data or do it with ourselves. Um, and you do the test and you have the confirmation. And then you have a very targeted protocol. You know where the problem is from. And you have the, not only the reason why, but also all the imbalances it has caused. So then tackle things by order of priority. And that's a big difference. I think what we're doing in, in Homeos is, is connecting the dots between everything and gives you the sort of hierarchy and again, from a person to another, it will be very different. So you can be low in iron, but where is this coming from? Maybe you have a parasite that feeds on iron, and you, maybe you should get rid of this parasite with targeted supplements like oregano oil or microbial type of food like garlic or this sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, before taking iron. Because maybe, yes, you're low in energy, but if you take iron, you're just going to make those parasites stronger. And your leaky gut will get worse. And you know, again, you won't absorb the nutrients. So you're going into this same uh, cycle and make, making things worse. So this is what I mean. We're trying to achieve, and, and we're working very hard with all functional doctors at the back end to to make all those connections. And there's thousands of them. But then really resurface the one that are important for the user. Uh, for you and me, for, for the people who want to optimize their health, and translate this into a language they can understand, giving them the means to on how to achieve this, basically. Mm, yeah. Uh, and what what are what are the tests uh, do you do at the moment besides the one recovered? At the moment, we do the genetic test. Uh, we do the element test, uh, which is the the key elements which I've just mentioned. Um, with uh, the heavy metal as well, we're looking at mercury, leads, you know, uh, tin, all these sort of things uh, that will impact how you, for example, mercury will have an impact on your zinc, on how you absorb zinc, or you'll be depleting on zinc. Uh, your selenium, which is a very important antioxidant, uh, and both very important for your immunity. So if you have a lot of mercury and all of those things on your, again, on your organic acid are low, too low, and your SIGA from your um, you know, intestinal marker immunity is very low. Again, that, that's a correlation here. So you need to make sure to remove the mercury first and then replenish on those things. Um, so anyway, I'm going back in tangent again. Um, the, the, the other test we do is um, the microbiome, um, which I explained as well, then the organic acid test. Um, with toxicology, so we, we look at not only all the, the, the 76 um, organic acid markers, but also all the tox, uh, the tox basically, 
which basically are perfumes, uh, solvents, uh, you know, all those different things. Where, where is this coming from? Uh, it's interesting to see uh, how the environment, for example, I'm always trying to remove all the um, home environments, trying to have the cleanness of the thing. And for some reason it was high. Um, and what I didn't realize here is one day when in the office, I spent a lot of time in the office lately, but uh, when the, the guy came cleaning, I understood he had like the worst thing, you know, <laughs> the worst uh, home environment things to spray around where I was sitting. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm trying to do the best at home and this guy's intoxicating me every day. Anyway, um, so this is a good example. Uh, then you have um, uh, the, the Dutch test, which is the hormone test. Yeah. Um, and that's it, I think. So there's five tests uh, for now. And we are going to add a lot more uh, blood sample, which would be quick sample, um, and tests that would be only available for the practitioner through the practitioner dashboard to order based on what they have seen to someone, right? So when it's a bit more clinical and you really want to drill down, this has a date. Um, yeah. Mm. But already there's 700,000 genes and uh, almost 1,000 biomarkers if you do all the tests. So it's already quite impressive in terms of what insight it gives you. Yeah. Um, and it's enough for someone who is healthy or even unhealthy to know where to start from into making progress or maintain optimal health. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what would be like something uh, that they should do first in terms of... Um, yeah, like uh, someone has like particular symptom, like some, I don't know, like gut issues or something, and then what kind of a test um, would be the most suitable for them to do first? But that's why we have the self-assessment, and this is how you get started. You go on onnos.me, and you just sign up, and the first self-assessment is, uh, I mean, the self-assessment is completely free. It gives you a wellness score, and also already indication on what things to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and things to avoid based on the answers of your question. But also what it does is all those, um, if you do all the, the, the questionnaires, and it's six questionnaires, 20 questions, it's enough data to understand what the, what the symptoms are. So if you talk, for example, about brain fog, bloating after eating, uh, feeling tired constantly, well, maybe something is going on, uh, you know, your stool is not working properly, or, or, you know, maybe there's something going on with your microbiome. Guts, let's investigate this. If you complain about migraine, mood swing, uh, you know, maybe it's the hormone test that you should do. Um, and if you're a woman who's stressed out because of working too hard, not sleeping well, um, you know, uh, all of this together, it's enough to say, okay, well, this is the test you should do. Uh, but functional tests, I like to separate them from genetic tests because gen genetic tests, everybody should do that because you you this will change right what will change is the expression of them based on what you do but your genes will stay the same so it's good to have you know to do one of those tests because that will never change and that already gives an amazing indication if you haven't done any with your once it's linked to your lifestyle to understand the correlation between certain things um, and then if you want to investigate further and drill down and, and really optimize all the things around it, uh, you do all the, all the functional tests. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the questionnaire itself is just free and uh, people can even use it to just uh, <laughs> you know, figure out what maybe yeah. some of the problems they have. 
Yeah, yeah, already, and it's 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 a great exercise to do because actually, it's hard to see, you know, an, an expression I've learned, first expression I've learned in the UK is you cannot see the wood from the tree. Sometimes you're too busy with your life, but when you sort of have 20 questions um, in six different area, oh yes, actually, this is something I'm doing, and you know, I forgot about this because I'm too busy realizing that this is something wrong I'm doing and my impact on this. Um, and it's already a good exercise and it's free, it gives you a wellness call and it, the wellness call is already broken down into area. Um, yeah, so stress, wellness, you know, I mean, all, all those different uh, areas. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, convenient platform and yeah, it's fun to, you know, tweak it and uh, figure out uh, some of it. Like reading it and kind of learning more about yourself is really fascinating all the time, I think. It's always helped me my, my, my idea is to really have something. And I think now it never has been a better time because we have the technology, the test, you know, we have the convergence of all those things, technology that allow you to do exciting things and you have them, you know, available at your fingertips. Um, and all those tests are becoming more and more accessible. You know, don't get me wrong, some of the tests like the microbiome is still a bit expensive. But the more people do it, the more it will become, you know, especially for, and this is something we're working as well, to convince authority that this is the best way for prevention and, and you know, engaging the people, putting them, decentralizing <coughs> the, the whole um, healthcare, which is for acute care, and having people more engaged in the proactiveness towards their wellness is the solution to the long-term solution, which is a lot more sustainable in maybe addressing one of the big problems they have, which is the, the broken, breaking down of their health system, which are in, in total deaths, um, which is crazy, right? So if you look at dementia, diabetes, here in the UK, it's more than 50 billion per year just to deal with type 2 diabetes, which is totally preventable, even reversible by changing your lifestyle and diet your environment. Yeah. So it's important to have now tools that you can engage, can be educated about it, and do things for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You need to be <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great tool. And uh, yeah, th thanks for coming to the show. And before I ask my last question, uh, uh, where can people learn more about you and your work? So um, on omnos.me for now, um, myself, um, my website has been down because it was the distraction. Uh, I was very focused on Omnos, uh, but I have my first book, Hacking Your Health Codes, which is still on, on Amazon, um, which is an invitation to, you know, the whole how to regain control of your health based on, on your genes. Um, but again, I, it's a book I've done four years ago and it's still very good. Uh, but I didn't promote the book. I, I was too excited and then I went on building the platform. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I'm now finalizing my second book, which is Smart Health. And it's about a new health architecture based on <clears throat> all the convergence, what I just explained, the technology and also the, the, the cultural awakening um, and how we can actually ad adopt a lot more different um, healthcare system, which is based on all those foundations. Um, anyway, so that, that's, that's soon going to be released. Uh, I'm finishing it. Um, the Gen Smart Academy, which is now going to be the Omnos Academy, 
Um, and again, it's if you if you on Instagram, omnos.me, uh, I post regularly, um, you will be made aware of all those different things. But the, the best way to start with omnos is to go on omnos.me and, and to do the, the, the self-assessment to have your, you know, um, just to have your wellness goal and then you, you take it from there. And I've organized a call uh, if for people who want to, to buy your first test, um, the recommended test, which is SIM 10, so give them 10% of their first test. Yeah, we're going to put all the links in the show notes. And um, my last question is, uh, what's this one piece of advice or habit you wish you adopted sooner? Uh, it's to jump on the wagon of personalization in the sense that don't follow trends, don't follow the latest things that's out there because it could lead you most probably towards uh, frustration rather than being successful and make actually going to the most rewarding journey which is uh, about mastery and, and mastering your own health uh, and learning so it's all you know thing about starting to explore what makes you so unique and then build mini habits around that uh, and then master those, those habits all the time um, to really you know master your health and i think that's that's yeah that's my Take away definitely. Mm. Yeah, that, that's really good advice. And yeah, like people, uh, more often than not, they try to seek the answer answers uh, like from the outside world, from from other people. Whereas, like, yeah, they have to more often than not to focus on just themselves and uh, yeah, like do their own thing and uh, chase their own, let's say, dreams. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's true. Like you know, most of the time you 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 follow the other path, but then you realize actually. Your own path is the one that delivers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it was good talking with you, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see each other maybe next year or some some other event. Another event that we we could the virtual waiting room together. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for coming, and well, I'll see you around. Yeah, speak to you soon. Okay.